Welcome to the living room, folks. We are back again here uh, for Don't Talk to Me Rudely. Uh, Jason and Lisa. Uh, episode six. Episode six, take two. Yes, that was that was pretty unfortunate. We uh, we had a, a pretty good episode put together, I think. Um, but uh, needless to say, somebody uh, between the two of us here that's using the computer. Um, not Lisa. It was you, yeah. Yeah, we had some trouble with it. I still maintain this computer is a pile, and we need to update, but I can't convince somebody who controls the checkbook to let me order a new computer. Yeah, no. Yeah, well, it's going to happen eventually, but anyway. Uh, yeah, there's been a lot that's going on this week. It's been a busy week. Um, politics have been interesting. The uh, Between uh, the shutdown ending, which was... Welcome news, although temporary at this point. Uh, and then, of course, there was protests out in Washington, D.C. that uh, turned a little interesting. And for me, it is it is something to kind of pay attention to because I take kids out to Washington, D.C. Um, and we are in those areas, and, uh, you know, it is what it is. Um, I'm, I'm hoping to have my kids well prepared for protests. We haven't done as much talking about that in the past as... Uh, but certainly we're going to be talking about it before we go this time, just to make sure that we know how to handle that stuff and, and whatnot. Uh, and then what else? I mean, around, yeah, it you know, is a it is a harsh political climate for sure. It is, and I mean, we. Bottom line, here's the here's my one political message for the day, folks. It's time to start truly listening to each other, not just saying what we think and then rebounding the other the other side rebounding with what they think. Um, and not not hearing what anybody's saying, and and whatnot. It's time to stop and listen. And it was evidenced in a movie we watched that Lee you and I watched last night, a documentary on um, uh, the, the the actual people behind a white supremacy group. Right, right. And it was it was an interesting thing to watch. It was hard to watch at times, but like you said uh, in the first episode, uh, there was a. a um, Muslim American, no, Muslim British, I guess. Yeah, she was originally, I want to say, from Pakistan or something mm-hmm. like that. She, yep. uh, her whole family had moved to London, and then her whole family had moved to the United States when she was pretty young. Right, and basically, the premise, her premise of the movie is, she knows that there's a lot of hate out there. She wants to see if it's possible to find out what is behind all this. How do people get into this stuff? Um, which I think she was able to do. Uh, but the end thing, she I think, I don't know if she comes out and slaps you in the face with it, um, but if you pay attention to the movie, you quickly catch on. Um, these people soften towards her, you know, and... I think I, she I think she followed, like, four or five people. Yeah. And four of the five admitted on film that they consider her a friend. Yeah, absolutely. And then she talked to a couple other people that had left the... Uh, the um, uh, hate groups, and, and all of them had the same theme. It's because they had talked to somebody from the other side. You know, they had talked to somebody different than themselves. So my political message for the day, and I promise not to do this very often, but talk to somebody who's not like you. Try things that aren't like you. I don't care if that's vegetables, Lisa. Uh, I don't care if that's, uh, you know. Forget the vegetables; they're dead to me. Okay, fine, but but talk to people that are are from different cultures. Get to know them and understand them. Um, I've done this myself. I've had some opportunities with some of the travels that I've done. There's a lot to know about other people, and a little bit a little bit understanding about each other goes a long way. I think. There's my message for yep. the day. 
Uh, your thoughts, Lisa, on, on, on that? Um, different, not better, I guess. Right, right. Uh, fair thing. Uh, talking about cultural stuff here, um, and certainly this is uh, fits into a, a pretty standard culture around here, but uh, we had a cultural experience today, at least the culture that uh, I grew up in. We're, oh, jeez. We're training you to be a Norwegian, Lisa. Oh, yeah. We're training Lisa to be a Norwegian. And how did we do that today? We made kroonkaka. It was good. It went well. It was good. It did go well. We didn't hurt each other as per usual. I was going to say, that was probably the least... <laughs> the most civil time we've yeah. spent together if, working on something If ever. Lisa and I do anything together, it usually turns into at least one fight. I get punched at least once. No... No punches thrown. Well, sometimes. Verbal, many. But do you remember when we redid the kitchen? Yeah. We did the demo work in the kitchen, and we just about killed each other. Actually, I don't remember that being so bad. I do remember um, refinishing the shutters. That Oh, the shutters was terrible. Yeah, I was already drafting what I was going to keep out of our relationship and what I would be allowing. Were you serious at that point? No, no. Okay, because I was kind of, yeah. No, yeah, we... um, we refinished the shutters. Basically, what it meant is cleaning them, and it said that was this last summer. And Lisa had gotten this stuff that you're supposed to first. You tried a magic eraser, right? No, that was like the third thing I tried. Well, and it didn't first, work. so it comes. It comes with a cleaner, and you're supposed to scrub these things and, and scrub it and scrub it and scrub it and basically take all the oxidation off, and then rinse it off. What it turned into uh, for us was well, then uh, you have to put like a seal coat on it. Well, yeah, after it dries, that's that's what refinishes them. Right. Right. So what it turned into for, uh, for us was using a power washer. Well, uh, here's yeah. the deal: we have a two-story house, so right. that means power washing on a ladder, which is always a good idea. Well, and that was the thing is, you didn't mention the power washing until later on, and I have to say thank you, uh, Mother Rocks, for the uh, power washer last Christmas. Um, we have used that thing a lot uh, for a few different things, but that was the big one. And uh, thank God we had that thing because that sped the process up. But like you said, the problem was trying to power wash off a ladder. You couldn't get any reach, and the wand is just long enough that you can't you, you can't get to where you need to get. Yeah. And we don't have a ladder, so we had to borrow a ladder. The, obtaining a ladder was not the issue. It was you think you're doing. For me, I'm up on the ladder. I'm like, oh, I think I got that. And then you get down and you look at it and you're like, wow, I missed like half yeah. that shutter. But anyways, let's so proceed. so. Note to the wise, get a telehammer or a lift and use one of those things if you're going to do that type thing. A word to the wise, just move. That works too. Yeah. Anyway, back to the kroonkaka making. We didn't kill each other. We actually, I think we almost had fun. I think that's a stretch. You didn't have fun? No. Why? I mean, it's like, it felt to me like cooking brunch. Like I wasn't like, oh. Just, just, just because we were doing that at, at, at You thought it was 15. fun because you don't ever cook brunch. Oh, whatever. Anyway, we made kroonkaka today. Uh, I've got a, uh, a staff member uh, at the middle school that I, I drew their name at the beginning of the year to bring treats on their birthday. Uh, today is their actual birthday, and so I, I decided I was going to bring kroonkaka. Now, why? Uh, long and short of it, uh, the staff member is also an old decor girl. Um, somebody I've known since I moved down here. We actually went to high school and college with her sister, so we know the family quite well, and so anytime I draw her name, I always try to get an old Norwegian treat, because she's an old Norwegian just like me, or a, uh, I won't say old, I don't want to call them old, but uh, a uh, long-time Norwegian, such as myself, is the way to say that, so we did that, um, 
and we were successful. They taste right. They, they taste look, right. They look right. It, it's right. It has to be. You know, it it was good. Um, it all started with uh, well, you didn't know this was going to happen either. You found out on Friday night after I talked to my parents because we needed a crewcock iron. Yeah. Because it is a special type of iron. Basically, it's kind of like a waffle maker in that it's a double-sided, but it's not. It's much more ornate. It's more of a rosemiling pattern, which is a flower pattern. Um, and then... Uh, Just You don't get them at Walmart, is what we're trying to say. Right, exactly. And so I had to borrow my mom's or my grandpa's, whosoever it was. Um, and, and my... Well, we'll talk about that in a minute here. But uh, uh, So anyway... I sent a message on Thursday. I said, hey, when you guys come down tomorrow, because Landon had his birthday this last weekend. Well, uh, like yesterday. Or yesterday, yeah. Um, and I said, hey, when you come down on Friday for dinner, could you bring that? And they said, oh, no problem. So you found out about it when my mom dropped it on the table. Yeah, I said, what's that? Well, it's crumkaka iron. Why? Well, you're making crumkaka. Excuse me? I am? Sure are. Jason didn't tell you, did he? No. He <laughs> sure didn't. So this morning, I'm sitting at the table enjoying my solitary bowl of cocoa wheats in silence, which is just how I like it. While you're const- while you're on your phone, like you are constantly. I was checking on a Monster Jam driver, and we'll get to that later. Hell yeah. And um, here, okay, I can I use some help making kumkaka. Why? It's a two-person job. I didn't say that. Well, you did. I did not. I said I just wanted to So anyway, to I said, fine, whatever. What do you need help with? Well, you don't. You don't need my help, like, plugging the thing in. I do know that. So you got things mostly set up, and you got the batter mixed up. I took care of all that. Mm-hmm. Which all, is good. All I needed was... All, all you need to know is that I had my heels firmly dug in, and I was going to be minimally supportive. And how did that turn out? Well, I, I helped for the whole thing. Yeah, you relaxed and finally did it, and things went just fine. <laughs> it was... Ugh. It was fine. It was just not high on my priority list for the day. Nothing is. Well, by we the tried way. the first ones, and they came out, and we looked at it like, "Is that right?" And so I tried to roll them, and we realized we had taken too long to get them. Well, you rolled. were rolling, so you had taken two. Well, I, <laughs> because you took them off, and you have to cut the corner so they're not all hey, wonky. Hey, you're asking a German to do things they don't know how to do. Yeah. Well, what? like I said, we're training in <laughs> Norwegian. Fine. Training. Fine. I get it. Okay. Well, anyway, so. Uh, yeah, the first ones became samples, and we tasted them, and we were like, mm, tastes right, okay, this is good. Yes. So, needless to say, we got four dozen made, and life is good, and I don't know how they're going to make it through either the night or the next three <laughs> days, depending on when I get to school next due to the weather. Yeah, what, negative 60, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Never but, s- but my question is, do you even notice... What is the difference in feeling between negative, you know, like 10 and negative 60? Let's go, I'll tell you what, go outside now and make a note. I, it and was on cold. Wednesday, go make a note and see if there's a difference. I guess what I'm saying is, I don't know how it would feel any colder. Uh, I'm guaranteeing you it will. Here's the thing, here's what's nuts. I just looked at the forecast before we did this. Uh, the projected, or the, the forecasted high, high on Wednesday is now down to negative 21. Nice. Negative 21 degrees. That sounds fantastic. The projected or the forecasted high for next Saturday, 36 degrees. We're going to be pulling off our sweatshirts on Saturday. 36 will feel hot, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're going to be sweating. Anyway, uh, needless to say, we're hoping to get through this thing uh, 
with whatever it's going to be. But uh, it is life-threatening, though. you got to be careful. Please don't go outside. Don't go outside. Make sure your pets are inside, please. What happened to Mo? Mo, she's sleeping at my feet. She is? Yeah. Uh, well, what happened to her this morning? Well, I mean, it, it was cold. probably zero degrees, maybe slightly under there this morning, early this morning. And uh, I let her out, and she was just taking her sweet merry time. And we're not the type that, like, shovels her. Uh, last year, I did once. I shoveled her a nice big spot, open spot, so she had grass to go on. Yep. And she went all the way around the edge. Like, she she made sure she didn't go in that box that I made for her. So, so I'm like, you know what? I'm not doing that for you. Yeah. Forget it. Yeah. So she was out there taking her sweet time, doing her business, and pretty soon she gets to the edge of the porch here, and there's a step. Uh, to get up on the concrete, and uh, she couldn't do it. She couldn't get up even the step? No, her feet were cold. And you could oh. tell how she was walking to get to the door, like, her feet are cold. So I walked out there, and if you know me at all, I've been cold since 2009. I don't yeah. even know why. Um, you are cold. Anemia runs in my family. I am not anemic. I probably will be when I'm older, but regardless, I'm always cold. So I went out to get her, and then she was fine. And she kind of had a similar experience this afternoon, and she was out for half the time. So so she, maybe she's a wuss, too. Uh, well, she is getting to be older. Um, of course, when we found her, it was not much different than yeah, it, it was today. It really was really darn cold. Negative temperatures, wind was whipping through, and uh, yeah, so that's kind of how she came into our lives. Um, so we should be used to it by now. But anyway, um, but yeah, needless to say, the Krumkake experience uh, was successful. Uh, I have the what I need for school, but what was funny is the staff member that I'm talking about. When we were recording this last time, we were talking about this, and all of a sudden you check Facebook and uh, the the person that these are for said, "Hey, do you need a taste tester?" And I'm like, "Well, you're gonna be." <laughs> uh, yeah. So eventually, sure. after we got done with the recording last time, I responded and said, "Yes, you're at the front of the line, yes. at the top of the list." Yep. Um, I don't know if she caught on to that or not. I'm not sure. Well, she, she will. Whenever she receives them, she'll, it'll all come together. Everything will click, yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's what this was. Yeah, which is awesome. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, but the whole reason, uh, one of the fun things about Krimkaka, and it brought back some memories for me. Um, not so much for you, because this was your, was this your first time? Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. So, I'm a so first-timer. So you remember your first time? <laughs> I do. Okay. I do. I do as well, and it was actually... Well, never mind. That's gonna get weird. But um, I had made krumkaka once or twice with my mother. Um, but well, what is that? What is that supposed to be with my mother? No, no, no. She is that. a good Norwegian. Be good to her. She is a good Norwegian. No, I don't. I don't mean. I'm sorry, mom. You're awesome. Uh, that's not what I meant by that. What I meant with, by that is I'd made krumkaka a couple of times with my mom. And if you think that you and I fight when we work together, mom and I are almost as bad. As yeah. So see, what what is the common denominator? I suck. Oh, it's God. me. I know. I'm, I'm terrible. Um, it is what it is. But anyway, uh, so I was going completely off of memory. It had been 17 years. But all this stuff harkens back to family, the family traditions and whatnot. Um, and, and what I'm getting at is my grandpa Howard and my grandma Wanda, uh, who are my grandma, grandma, uh, Bernat's grandparents, is my mom's. Maternal parents. grandparents. Yeah, maternal grandparents um, were famous for making all kinds of Norwegian goodies. And don't get me wrong, uh, Marion and Les, my grandpa and grandma Rude, uh, did all kinds of other stuff, but they didn't do so much of the traditional cookies. And it's not that they couldn't, it just wasn't their, that so much their thing. But I mean, my grandpa Howard and my grandma Wanda would do 40 pounds of potatoes. They would boil 40 pounds of potatoes 
to make the Lefsa for the year. And uh, I mean, that had to get you through. They'd make it and say middle, early December, and that had to get you through Christmas, Easter, and Thanksgiving. Whatever was left of Thanksgiving. Oh, and it also had to get through the raiding parties that my brother would, raiding attacks my brother would go over for, because anytime he was over there, he'd pull a couple rounds out of the freezer for himself. Because he's a huge fan of uh, Lefsa. What can I say? But anyway, um, it, it, today reminded me a lot of my, my grandma Wanda, and she's been gone now for almost five years. Um, she died in March of, March of 2014. So almost five years now. And uh, Grandma Wanda has always had a special place in my heart anyway. Um, but uh, she just, the, the memories just kind of come flooding back, you know. She was a special lady, and she would say crazy, I mean, not crazy things, but just, she always had something funny. It's not that she was even trying to do it, it would just be hilarious. So, one of the many reasons that I love Wanda, and miss her, <clears throat> it, miss her for sure, uh, her, it seems like, I mean, we always got together at Christmas, and multiple Christmases, multiple things, all of that. Or see them in the summer. Yeah, whatever. But whenever I saw Wanda, she, yeah, I think it was pretty much every time, um, one of the first things she said to me what, always was, have you lost weight? <laughs> and that, if that doesn't make you love that woman, then I don't know what does. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the answer uh, was no. But... She was good for a line all the time. <laughs> uh, one of my, probably my first football game when I was in t- first playing tackle football. Um, the uh, No texting during the podcast. Yeah, I know. That's my dad. It's his fault. Okay. Um, so, I'm playing one of my first football games, and uh, apparently, the way you handle those first middle school games, at least at that time in, in, in history, you, it wasn't quite so cutthroat. You know, you were still, it's not that you cheered for their team, but you were polite, you know? Not grandma. No, no, no. She gets there. We come out, come out in offense for the first uh, first series, she stands up and goes, knock him on their ass, Jason! <laughs> to which I looked up in the stands and I said to my buddies in the huddle, that's my grandma. <laughs> oh, God bless her. Oh, yeah. All four foot eleven of her. Not five two, four foot eleven. Yeah. A, was, a buck ten. Like, oh, jeez. And I think I said it in the podcast I got deleted, but she was Sophia Petrillo from Golden Girls. Oh, yeah. Oh, and she also liked, she legitimately she watched that show. Every she time loved. I went to their house, she loved the, yeah. the Golden Girls. Absolutely. Golden Girls are on. But the the best story, <laughs> the best story, has to be the uh, the answering machine. When <laughs> Grandma, uh, you know, they, they came from an older generation. Technology was not something that was uh, a, a forte. It was a frustration. It was at every turn. And so Grandma tries calling my parents at the house, and Mom and Dad had gotten a. a answering machine. So she calls and the answering machine picks up. Now, the problem is we didn't, like, for the longest... Did you have a recorded message? No, we didn't. You had the mechanical, hello, please leave a message, you know. So it answers, and what did Grandma say? I never never did anything but wrong numbers on this thing. On this damn thing. Oh yeah, on this damn thing. (laughs) And she goes on from there. Uh, That one, that, that message never got deleted. Yeah, in fact... I mean, that was probably done in the 90s sometime, and that message was played at her funeral for all to hear. It was. It was, it was too classic not to. It, was, it, just, it was classic Wanda. And, uh, 
You know, I mean, the, the woman could water ski without getting her hair wet. <laughs> Dead serious. She, yeah. she did that. Uh, gosh, what else happened? Uh, she would feed me green apples to the point that my backside would pretty much blow out. Yeah. And then send me home. Yep. Um, there's a great story about, well, never mind. Yeah, for another day. But yeah, so uh, Grandma Wanda, here's one for you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what a, what a lady. Um, but yeah, it was... Uh, uh, a great day to, to kind of celebrate Wanda. Oh, she had a sign that said, uh, that hung in her house that said, Martha Stewart doesn't live here. Yeah. <laughs> and so when I sent a picture of what we were doing to, to my family, I said, uh, and this, I thought this was kind of poignant, I said, Martha Stewart doesn't live here. But for today, Grandma Wanda does. Yes. <laughs> so we made it through the Kurum Kaka experience, and uh, yeah, it was good stuff. It was good stuff. So. Oh, yeah. What else is going on? Oh, yeah. Um, Lisa, you're an introvert. I am an introvert. So this was kind of brought up uh, by Mo again. Not the dog. Not the dog. Meredith. Meredith. O'Brien. So I've been an introvert my whole life. Mm-hmm. Uh, my family would probably disagree. I'm, I was always the one that was the loudest, rowdiest at home, for sure. Yeah, well, you're comfortable. Well, yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> so, um... Basically, I am not going to be the type that is going to go out to the bar and be the loud, obnoxious one. No. Um, You're going to sit at home and be obnoxious. <laughs> yes. To, so I stick with people that I'm comfortable with. Uh, and we just talked about how we need to get out of that. Yes. So. Or maybe this is your your story of coming out. Maybe that's not the way to say that. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. Wow. Breaking out of your shell. I'm yes. sorry. Not the closet, the shell. No, right. Anyway. Uh, so, which, which, me being an introvert proved, I wouldn't say problematic, uh, but uh, interesting as we transitioned from living at home, getting married, and moving away from home. Right. right. We, we knew nobody. Um, so, well, you, you were student teaching right away. Right. And I had a job. Right. Um, one that I wasn't terribly happy at. Um but it, it f- felt like, and it still feels like today, the people that are our age, um, kind of our demographic that live here, are folks that grew up here, graduated high school here, maybe went to UNI, and I, that's that's way overstated, but um, it's a, like they've never left, right? When you, yeah, when you live in a small town, it is hard to crack. So if, if you are around the, how can I say this? If you grew up in a town... And you know, you got your friends that you've lived, you, you grew up with, you've known, you're tight with, and that stuff. When you stay in that town and they stay in that town, those friendships aren't necessarily. I don't want to say strained, but it's just hard to infiltrate that. Yeah, it's hard to infiltrate that when you move. And so then when you move into that, it's hard to get into there. So I mean, finding people that are in the same boat as you, who have also moved to town, that are around the same age, isn't always with similar interest isn't always the easiest thing to do and that's yeah. kind of what what happened to us yeah so i mean i got into coaching uh within a year um and so that that's a familiar thing for me but it, honestly the kids at that time were closer to my age than right. anything else so but you know you know better than to be friends with a bunch of high school kids like how is that going to turn out for you and well, and that that wasn't that wasn't my job. I was their coach. And right. so that wasn't really what I was after. But, um, you know, so then I'm going to my work life, and I w- I've been kind of middle management um, 
basically since we moved here in different jobs, but right. um, it I had really really great relationships with my coworkers. Right. Um, it seemed, but just because of I I don't know if it was because of the level I was on or the the industry type, but the folks that I work with regularly, like I got along with regularly, were all. If I was, you know, 24, 25, they were 40 and up. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that. We got along great. But as far as going hanging out on the weekends or whatever, it, you know, they they have kids or, you know, in school. It, it just didn't work out. Well, and older kids, not like... Yeah, it's not babies. like they just had a baby, right. right. Um, and that, you know, and that, honestly, that we had landed in 2011 so we had been here 4 years ish mm. um and i don't i don't even think that helped that problem i mean no but you're not going to have that uh at that point when we're going to see our kids make us friends so to speak <laughs> right. is now as landon gets to that age where it's more likely that he's going to have some friends that he's going to you know and he's going to be in activities and whatnot and that's where yeah. we're going to be around other people yeah. our age yeah. with kids in similar situations. So this is how I made a friend. I had surgery in 2016 on my shoulder, went to therapy. There was another guy there that also had um, shoulder th- surgery. He was also at therapy for the same reason. Um, I wore something with the Hawkeyes on it to therapy one day, and um, I-, I have no idea who this guy is, but I walk in and he's like, yeah, nice shirt. Go Hawks, huh? And I'm like, crap, huh? yeah. I'm like, Whoa. what a jerk. I'm like, who's this guy? Yeah. And I, I was hate to be the person married to that guy. <laughs> and, and I wasn't offended, but I was like, what the? He heck? doesn't even know me. Like, yeah. what the hell? So. Long and short. Of after it. a couple times yeah. of that, I was. I asked the therapist, like, who is that? Well, that's that's Jared Markham. I'm like, I don't, I don't know that guy. But I knew the HR lady that worked at Trimark. Uh, her last name was Markham, too. I'm like, well, they're probably related. I don't know. So, anyway, I went up to HR one day, and I said, by the way, is your husband Jared? To to Mindy right. Markham. Mindy's my friend. Spoiler alert. Okay. And uh, she's and like... Your friend. <laughs> one of <laughs> two. two. Uh, and uh, she's like, well, yeah, it is. I said, well, good. Can you tell him to stop harassing me at therapy? Because it's getting old. And she looked at me like, kind of like, oh. And I'm like, no, I'm kidding. I said, it's fine. I said, but he has been harassing me nonstop. And she's like, "All right, here's what's here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna go home and tell him. Um, knock it off. He needs to knock it off because you've had enough." And she's like, "I'm gonna say it with a straight face." And at that point, I was like, she, "Yeah, yeah, we're gonna be friends." Yeah. Well, and she's in HR, so it would make sense. <laughs> it would make sense. Yeah. For and long story short, you need to stop that. Nothing came of it, and and uh, we we got along fine. Um, and uh, so. Uh, a couple weeks later, I was up visiting an HR for something or other, and uh, I said, oh, hey, Mindy, how was your weekend? What did you guys do? Oh, we went to Brooklyn, Iowa. We went to the Minot House and toured this and that and all the other, and, which I was like, oh, our old house is kind of your jam? And she's like, oh, I love old houses. And I'm like, well, have you ever, ever been to Montauk Mansion in Claremont? No, I haven't. I said, well, you know, sometime we should go there. Which for me, that was the biggest risk I've taken in 10 years. That like, was huge. Oh, my God. That, you stood out in the end branch right there. Right? Like yeah. asking somebody to go to an old uh, house. Yes. 
And uh, she's like, oh, yeah, sure. And, like, I've, I've been on that side, too. Where you're I just remember like, when you came home from that. You were on cloud nine. If you've ever seen the <laughs> South Park episode where the, the, it's about Facebook friends, and there's a kid with no Facebook friends, <laughs> and Kyle finally friends him out of pity, and the kid's, like, having dates with the computer, <laughs> that's kind of how you were, uh, how excited you were. Anyways, we had, we had a great time. Uh, we, we followed it up with a trip to Gunder, which... I was not happy mad. with you about that. It's fine. I brought my leftovers home, and you ate all of them, I as I remember. The okay, so we're all good. Well, so then yeah, a couple a couple weeks later, uh, Jared and Mindy and you and I all went to Villa Louis and Prairie. So right, but we didn't get just the tour. We had to get the deluxe behind the scenes <laughs> tour because Lisa's got to know every details of these people, every detail of these people's lives. Yes, I do. I need to know. I need to know yeah. how they thought. But anyway, yeah. so. So basically, so this gonna, all happened in 20, 2017. You're going to like it when we go to the Lincoln House then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure I will. Go ahead. So, 2017, so it took me 10 years to make a friend. Yeah, 10 years. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then I followed that up, like, kind of in the near term in 2018 and made another one. So you have two friends. I have two friends. Oh my God, and your stock is There's rising. no stopping me now. Yeah, your stock is going up. And truth be told, like, I'm done. Like, I have enough. I'm good. You have enough. Do I get to be one of those friends? Uh, sometimes. Okay, so... If my yeah. other friends are, are busy, then yeah. That's honestly becoming more and more the case. <laughs> I, seriously. Uh, you know, we, we said this podcast is about marriage and kids and all that stuff. That has been a point of contention for us at times because Lisa has never had friends. She is always... Well, that's not since we've been here. Right. Yeah, well, right. I'm sorry. I don't mean to make it sound like Lisa can't make a friend, because obviously she, she has. Twice. But... Uh, and, and I am really cool, and you all should like me. I know that. But, I mean, seriously, <laughs> when we moved here, you, we knew nobody. The only people we did know were the ones that I worked with. And so we would do a few things with those people, with, with school let's, people. let's be honest. For the first two or three years that we lived here, pretty much every weekend we went back to Decora. We did, and that, that was the That thing. didn't help anything. You well, that, through the that. summer. I don't know well, that yeah. we did that during the school year so yeah. much, but, I mean, in the summer we were up there all the time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's, that's the thing. Everything that was familiar was up there. And let's face it, we, were, we would have liked to have had the chance to move up there um, we haven't, and that's not that we wanted to, it's not that we were looking for the fastest way out of New Hampton. Uh, the fact of the matter is we chose New Hampton on purpose. We could have gone and lived in Charles City. We could have gone and lived in Sumner. We could have gone and lived about anywhere. Yeah. We specifically chose New Hampton because we felt like it was going to be the type of place we wanted to be. So don't get us wrong that Yeah, way. we're not unhappy here by any means. Yeah, we, we do, we really enjoy it. That said, uh, we did, we did look for opportunities to be able to move back home to well to where we grew up mainly because that's where our parents are and that's where all our family is mm-hmm. um, your parents are still there my parents are still there my brother just moved back there um, both your sisters are opposite directions yeah. but it's about halfway in between and it's you know that's where all this, the the gatherings are honestly when we have the birthday parties down here we're kind of putting our, our families out because they all have to come from decor down yeah. here um, but whatever, that, that's part of part of the gig. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, and, and let's truthfully, I don't think either one of us wanted to leave Decor when we when we did. No, but we, we didn't we really had have to. we yeah. didn't have a choice. Yeah. Um, and and has there been some jealousy? Yeah, I mean, there's been some people who didn't have to, you know, things were aligned for their the stars aligned for them. They didn't have to leave, or they had different factors in their lives. They didn't have to leave. 
Um, and granted, we had a lot of people in, in our class say, I want to get out of this darn town. Okay, fine. And a bunch of them have moved back. Yeah. Um, we never wanted Funny. to move away in the first place, and we haven't been able to move back. But I have to say, and even as an introvert, it makes it hard to move away from what you're comfortable with. But uh, right. it, sometimes it's it's kind of like just having a fresh start. So not that we had bad reputations. Well, we I didn't. mean, no, but there's all the dumb stories of the dumb stuff you've done, yeah. or the dumb reputations you did have. Um, and, and the people that knew you when you were in high school and the people that knew you when you were in middle school yeah. and all that, uh, you, yeah, you move somewhere else, they don't know that stuff. You can build a new reputation. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of like starting over, which is It wasn't bad. Nice. It was yeah. refreshing that way, but yeah. Um, but anyway, it's been, it's been interesting. And like I said, now you have two friends who want you to do things and go places and whatnot, and that's been an adjustment for me because, like I said, for a long time, the uh, the social calendar revolved around who, the people that I was around, and uh, you know, and then. It, it but we also kind of grew out of them too, on account of you well, know we some. had we had kids, they don't, and you know now they're starting that too. But we're just we're just a tiny bit ahead of them, and it will kind of it'll it'll all even out. But well, right, but I mean, and that was the thing: the people we we by de facto just because it was who was new to the building all the time, hung out with the music people a lot. And uh, the problem was we kept, in this district, we kept turning over our music people over and over. And so what started out as being pretty similar and pretty close in age to us people uh, turned into being seven, eight years behind us now. And, um, you know, so you just grow apart a little bit. And like you said, by the time those people had moved here, we had Landon, um, and Riley was not too far from being on the way. And they didn't have kids, you know. Yeah. I, I look at it now. Uh, Jeremiah, one of my, probably my best friend, uh, when I moved here. Well, shortly after, when I, I, you know, he and I did a lot of stuff together. Uh, he just had a kid last year, mm -hmm. you know. And Landon's what eight as of yesterday. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, and uh, you know, I got another coworker that would fit in that group that just found out she's pregnant. Um, you know, so now they're going to be going through that. But uh, yeah, it is what it is. Um, you know, I don't know. It's uh... and let, let's let's just clarify <laughs> one thing. You, you know, it's um, I have these two friends, and they want to want to like do things. And l let me just tell you what w we do. We make cakes that look well, really cool. We, that was cool, uh, but that that's not the norm. Usually, we eat and watch Netflix like that. That if that isn't classic introvert, then I don't know what is. Oh, I know. I know. And that's the thing. Mindy, uh, she would tell she's you. She's also an she's introvert. introvert. Um, we can spot them. Oh, we yeah. can sense them. Yeah. Well, you got these little light bulbs that hang above your head? Yes. All right. Well. But you know what's interesting about in introverts, and this is actually kind of funny. What? Is I feel like extreme extroverts uh -huh. also can sense that. So I have this, and it's true. It is darn true. Whenever I'm in a situation that. You know, there's a new person or, or whatever. For whatever reason, I'm always the person that someone tells their life story to. N not because yeah. I've asked, just because. I don't know if it's my face. I don't know what it is. But all of a sudden, you get the bleeding heart or just the whole, the full Monty of their life's events. And right. let me tell you something. It's not that I wish them bad. I just could not care less. Right. No, I get it. All right, new topic, because <clears throat> we've broken out of that one. Yes. You know.
Uh, we got the Super Bowl coming up. Uh, the commercials are always entertaining, but I, like you said, we have a hard time remembering which ones they all are. Uh, the game hopefully will be entertaining, but neither one. I mean, our our team is in it, so I mean, at that point, it's just a game. Uh, but the halftime show, oh, and they've got uh, Maroon Five this year. I think it yep. took some doing to get them in. Of course, that's all politics behind a lot of that as well, um, which we get. Uh, we certainly understand that and what's going on. Um, I'm hoping for the Foo Fighters someday, uh, but we'll see what happens there. As far as I'm concerned, it can be Lady Gaga every year. Uh, hey, don't get ahead of us. I'm not. Let's talk about some of our favorite shows. So, 1993 was the year. 1993 is the year that I think really put the Super Bowl halftime show on the map. I mean, when you go back before that, they, they were still having marching bands. And, <laughs> yeah. and Aretha Franklin did a couple, and, you know, I mean, there was... <laughs> Not the spectacle that it's become. Right. Um, Michael Jackson set the bar, as far as I'm concerned. Um, and this is one of my top three of all time. I mean, I've got three of them that are in the top three, and quite frankly, any of them could be number one for me. Um, but uh, uh, Michael Jackson's show, and, and, and I know Michael's been an embattled person, or was, um, who had quite the reputation and went through a lot of stuff, but the show that he did there... And the production that they put on was unbelievable. I mean, the guy shot out of the jumbotrons and landed up on top of them one at a time. Yeah. So on the, the left, he shoots up, he does a move, and then over way on the other side of the stadium, and they're at the Rose Bowl, by the way, he shoots up out of a cloud of dust, and he's on top of the jumbotron, and then he shoots up out of the middle of the stage. Yeah. And then he stands there for a minute and a half and doesn't move. Yeah. To the point where the crowd's about ready to boo him because they don't know what's going on. I mean, and then... He, and then he just lights it up. And then he lights it up. And he puts on one heck of a show. Um, and you get that big production where they've got all the the uh, people doing the, the card tricks and whatnot. Um, the crowd did a card yeah. trick. Uh, you know, it, it was... Yeah, it was huge. Um, so that one's big. That was 1993. 94 was a big one for you, I think. That was the rock and country or whatever. Yeah, so that would be my peak country years. We were classic, I mean, 90s country was the bomb. And if anyone wants to debate that with me, you just bring it on. I'm not going to debate it with you. I just disagree with you. uh, All I'm I guess looking back, it probably wasn't a great choice. But you had Clint Black, the Judds, Tanya Tucker, Travis Tritt. I mean, big names in the 90s. And all I can think is my nine-year-old self had to be just... Living high, and I don't, you know, remember watching. I've watched it on YouTube since, but right. man, what a time to be alive! Oh yeah, um, you know, yeah. So there's a good one for you. Uh, I think not, Garth should, Garth Brooks should do halftime, and maybe uh, he has, but he yeah. should. No, I don't think he has. He's a he's a good entertainer. He probably yeah, um, more than yeah. I, I I won't disagree with that. Uh, I wish I knew who 90, 1997 was. You did some research here, and we didn't include that one. I don't know who did the halftime when my Packers beat the Patriots. Um, 2011, Black Eyed Peas. I remember seeing it, but it wasn't... Wait, which year was the wardrobe malfunction? Oh, that was 2004! It's Justin Timberlake and Janet Jackson. Oh, you ha- yeah, we do have to kind of mention that one. That, that was... was... Jessica Simpson was the... The headliner. The headliner. Yeah. And yeah, and, and those two stole the show <laughs> yes. by ripping off her clothing. And I have and to tell you, I was the star. I was at Ellsworth, and I remember we were sitting in the lobby of Wall Hall, which was the women's dorms, 
And yeah. there was like four of us there, and we all went. What? Did that just? Did that just happen? Yeah. Do you know where I was? Where? I was sitting in your parents' living room, <laughs> watching it with your mom and dad. Uh, and your mom goes, "I think her, I think they just had a malfunction." <laughs> or she didn't say that. She goes, "I think, I think, I think her boob just popped out." <laughs> Oh my lord! I'm like, okay. Yeah, I, I, I gotta mm. go. That was before you know replay and DVRs on, yeah. uh, on the satellite. Yeah, that was crazy. Uh, but then if you go down the list from there, um, Katy Perry had a good one. It was kind of strange. It was too strange Roar! for me. Yeah, the, the whole riding on a, on a giant paper mache or whatever it was, lion. It was. It was. It wasn't paper mache. I know that, but it was different. Yeah. And then Bruno Mars. He's just an amazing dancer. He's as close to a Michael Jackson-esque dancer as you're going to get. Did you know that he's like five foot two? Also, I mean, he's like short. I believe it. Yeah, I believe it. Um, but then you get my other top top two, the other top threes. Uh, 2001, Aerosmith, Britney Spears, Justin Timberlake, and In Sync at the time. In Sync yeah. and Mary J. Blige. Yeah. Um, Aerosmith was a headliner. They put on a, an amazing performance, and then they got to walk this way. And all of a I sudden, here that. comes all these surprise guests that nobody knew was gonna, nobody knew, nobody expected, and that was uh, a Pepsi or uh, Pepsi was a, a big sponsor on that one, and MTV was the producer. Now I will say, 2004 is the reason why MTV no longer gets to produce the show. 2004 was a wardrobe malfunction. Yes, yes, it was. But in 2001, that's when they had the cameras all the way around, and it was the craziest thing because they'd spin all the way around the stadium. Looking in, instead of like a spinning camera on the inside looking out, it was on the outside. They had all these cameras and looking in, it looked like you were circling the stadium at high speed. It was crazy. Um, but yeah, I remember that one. I've watched that one since. And then the number one end all be all for us is who? Lady Gaga. Lady 2017 Gaga. 2017 in Houston. 2017 Houston. Uh, Patriots, Falcons, goes to overtime. I missed overtime because got paged out for a wreck. Yeah, it doesn't matter. The game was garbage. It was, but the show, halftime show was amazing. Oh, yeah. So yeah. since since then, which go on YouTube and watch it again because it is it is that good. Um, and also, if you don't like the song Million Reasons, then we're not friends either. But which join the club because I only have two. Right. So uh, <laughs> we have since on Netflix there is a documentary on Lady Gaga, Lady Gaga Five Foot Two, mm-hmm. and it's basically the time leading up to her performance at that Super Bowl. Correct. And let me tell you something: she can do it all. Seriously, she can do it all. I was first tur- first turned on to her talent, or uh, not really turned on, but you know noticed her talent, um, and unfairly to notice it this late. But when she did the Oscars, she sang "Somewhere Over the Rainbow" and just crushed it. And I didn't get her. I didn't understand her before. I don't think anybody did, you know. And like you have said, it was very calculated the way she would dress and how she would sing songs and the songs she would sing, very calculated. Um, she has changed her persona slightly, um, but the level of talent she has is just nuts. Yeah, I mean, and she's like, she's only 31, 32 years old. I mean, she's very yeah, she's young. young. And yeah, there's nothing she can't do. So this past fall, we went to A Star is Born. You didn't go to, you, Mindy you, and I did. Yeah, you and Mindy. Yeah. Those, and we those both, are the things you do. Yep. Go Food, movie, and then sit on someone's couch in sweatpants. That's usually what goes down. Right. Uh, went to A Star is Born, which stars Lady Gaga and uh, Bradley Cooper. Mm-hmm. And Bradley Cooper also directed it, and it was fantastic. Right. It won some one of the songs, and it won a Golden Globe. 
in my opinion, Lady Gaga should have as well for her um, as an actress, but she did not. She is up for an Academy Award. Um, it is fantastic. The music is fantastic. And um, just I highly, highly, highly recommend it. It's like the third remake of this movie. Um, so if you've seen it once, guess what? The end result is the same. Um, hence the ugly crying. Uh, right. But seriously, go see it. Rent it. Outstanding. Own it. Um, yeah. Uh, anything else? Uh, oh, uh, yeah. So this year's Super Bowl marks, and we'll probably talk about this more in the next episode, but... Uh, the uh, Patriots and the uh, Rams are going to take each other on. Yes. Uh, which has not happened since 2002. The day after you're in my first date. Yes. That's been a long time ago. It was. It's like 17 years. Uh, I've been stuck yeah. with you for 17 years. Ditto. Yeah, I know. Uh, that's, that, is, that is now more than half of my life that I've had you, I mean, um, as a part of it. So, That's more than half of my life that you've spent not listening to what I said. Oh, come on. I listened to you that first night. Jeez. Yeah, that first date was kind of crazy. Um, it result, It started with, well, long and short of it, we were going to go to a very romantic movie. <laughs> uh, we went to Black Hawk Down. And, yeah, yeah, all kinds of romance, right? Good, sweet war movie. Oh, yeah. I think the second movie we went to was uh, We Were Soldiers. And that was, Which was all, they were both good. They're movies. good movies, yeah. But yeah, that that's probably indicative of, of a lot of things. But anyway, um, <laughs> we didn't just go to the movie. We went to the late show. Prior to that, you came over to my parents' house. We did, and you I and, brought my posse. Yeah, you brought the, the, the your my posse. other two friends. No, no, the Bobsy twins. <laughs> Kayla and Deirdre. Uh, yep, from from our decor days. Uh, I was my parents called the three of you my harem. Because if one of you showed up, all of you showed yeah, up. Yeah, we're a package deal. And basically, that night was, and we didn't know it at the time, but that became the starting point of the next, basically four years before we all moved away after college, mm-hmm. of my parents' house becoming the epicenter for all of our groups, so our friends' group, friend groups, social activities. Yes. Uh, we played more euchre in that house than you can imagine. Well, it turned into kind of a... I mean, everyone was there. Your cousin Lee would come over and... Oh, yeah. And I'm not sure whose spot he took. Oh, there was usually four of us. And then Kari was usually cutting out meat and cheese and with wheat thins for us. Well, she was usually mad that nobody would ask her to play cards. <laughs> so if there were kids, the kids would play. But Mom always wanted to play because she loves to play euchre. Yeah. And I love you, Mom. Uh, well, I just won't say It's that. the same reason I don't ask you to play cards, Jason. What? Well... What? You know I, what? I'm gonna pa- I'm gonna pass. Yeah, good. good I'd like to pass. There. Can I pass? Yeah, I'll pass. You can pass. But yeah, I mean, so that's that's what it was. But that first night was not a card night. That first night, uh, we dyed your hair. Well, I didn't. Your friends dyed your hair. Yeah. And they told your you guys said well, or I called you because we were gonna go to the seven o'clock show. We decided to go to the late show because I thought someone was gonna come and mess around with us. Basically, some of my buddies were gonna come and be obnoxious, and I said, fine, we'll go to the late show. They won't know that. So we go to the late. We do plan to go to the late show, and they're like, yeah, "I call you up and I says, can we do that?'" And you're like, "Yeah, the, my friends were just gonna come over and dye my hair." And I'm like, "They're gonna dye your hair? Were they gonna dye it blue or what?" I, I had oh, no yeah. idea. I didn't know. I, I, I didn't know. I mean, I didn't know. Well, I mean, I knew you. I knew I didn't like you early on. Same. Remember? I mean, it, through our first two years of high school, no joke, we hated each other. Like I can distinctly remember mallets in the 
percussion uh, practice room in the uh, in the old band room. I can remember distinctly remember mallets flying at each other. Possibly. And not nice things being said, um, among other things. But anyway, um, yeah, it all worked out. But anyway, uh, yeah. So you come over uh, with your friends. And next thing I know, you've got a your head stuck under the sink with a bonnet on with hair pulled through, <laughs> yeah. and they're coloring your hair. Yep. Yes. And then they get done with it, and they say, "Hey, we've got extra highlights. We should put highlights in your hair, Jason." Oh. Um. Okay. So I got my hair done that night too. Ah yes. So for about a month, I had highlights, and however long you had highlights, and that's how it all started. Uh, well. Yeah, so, um, gotta love it. Uh, yeah, good times. Exactly, but, uh, anyway, we're, uh, we're wrapping things up here now, I guess. Uh, going about 48 minutes, probably time to... Do our Monster Jam Minute? Oh, we, we successfully do. avoided that. We did, we completely forgot the Monster Jam But this minute. one is a little heavier. Well, it is. So... I mean, maybe. One of our favorite drivers, Amy Hood, who drives Zombie, um, has been awesome to us. Yes. Uh, I did an interview with her... For my radio show, uh, which airs tomorrow night, by the way, on uh, 95.1 The Bull, if you want to tune in. Uh, we're talking with Darren Svensson from Decora, and we're talking with Chris Norton. But uh, anyway. Um, Amy Hood. Amy Hood. Uh, so in their Monster Jam series, they run, uh, they do four-wheelers, they do, what is the other one? Speedsters. Speedsters. Which is like a... Dune buggy kind of. Yeah. And then they're the, the, the big monster trucks. So she, in the four-wheel event, um, she got clipped, rolled the four-wheeler, it rolled over her. She was taken off on a stretcher. Yeah. Well, um, I, we haven't been able to find out how serious it is at this yeah. point. And it's unfortunate because she's already agreed to do face-to-face live interviews with us in April because we bought tickets to the Des Moines Monster Jam event. Truthfully, well, two reasons. Number one, because we were going to meet up with Amy. Um, and number two... Because uh, we're going to take our, our daughter. Oh, here we go. Update um, on Amy Hood. Real time. Uh, let's see here. Fans and friends, thank you so much for sending all your love and positive vibes. I'm doing better just resting and recovering from my injury from Saturday night's uh, event in Newark. All my love, Amy. So we're not sure what happened just yet or how, you know, whether it's broken bones. But we're hoping she gets uh, healed up because, quite frankly, um, we're hoping she can be in Des Moines. Because if she's in Des Moines, that means we're going to record with her. We're going to put her on the podcast with us. Uh, and you guys are going to get to hear from Amy herself. Yes. Um, so our, our Monster Jam Minute today, which has turned into two minutes, dedicated to Amy um, as she hopefully is recovering. Might, good to see she's on Instagram. Um you know, that, that's a good sign, at least, because we hadn't heard from her for a long time. But, uh, yeah, with that, I've got nothing else for you tonight. What about you, Lisa? Uh, nothing. I Just um, stay warm, everyone. Stay stay inside, if you may. Yeah, the uh, uh, winds are starting to whip around here in New Hampton, I can tell. And I think we're going to have some, uh, I'm pretty sure we got some snow inbound here pretty soon. So, uh, best of luck to everybody. Stay warm. Have a moderate week. Have a moderate week. Talk to you next time.